Welcome to Speak Your Truth, a podcast created to promote self-awareness and unlock your potential, giving you the strength to live your truth. So this week we're going to talk about uh, self-belief and the importance of it. And previously we talked about self-awareness. Going through saying and so many times, but that's okay. Yeah, so self-awareness lets you know where you're at. So you can kind of figure out where you want to go. Otherwise, you're just a boat floating around with no sail. Self-awareness is going to bring out not only your strengths, but also your weaknesses. But with those, that awareness of those weaknesses, you can now create an action plan to take steps towards improving on those, but also take your strengths and maximize those. Get the most out of what you're already good at and really start to master those skills. And that's really where self-belief comes from. Because once you create that single habit over and over and over again, it becomes muscle memory. And you'll do it and do it and do it until you realize it is just part of your life now. It isn't something that you're trying to accomplish. It is something that you have. And you can keep that in your arsenal. And whenever it's needed, you can just pull it out and use it. You don't need to learn how to do that. And then you just keep on multiplying that until it becomes a habit to be successful. But if you don't believe in yourself, none of it's going to matter. So we have to focus on self-belief. Les Brown has a famous quote. He says, easiest thing he ever did was earn a million dollars. The hardest thing he ever did was believe it could happen to him. That's where self-belief comes in. Like he mentioned, those little wins essentially are going to build little bits of confidence. That confidence starts to accumulate and stack up like a snowball effect. It builds and builds and builds until you are so confident, so strong in your belief about yourself and the things you can do, uh, create, manifest, that taking those big leaps and going for those bigger goals or making that million dollars becomes extremely easy because you've gone through all of these little bitty struggles and won consistently over and over and over again that this next step, this next goal, this next obstacle, regardless of what that is, big or small, you know now you're capable of not only surpassing it, but dominating it going forward. Absolutely. And if you think about it, why do you care so much? What does it matter if somebody thinks you're weird for trying to create a new habit? Don't let people steal who you are by having the negative reaction to you trying to become better. And Trying to believe in yourself in a situation where you're not comfortable, it's going to look weird and people are going to say some weird things. What's the worst thing that can happen? You mentioned the people around you. And I think that brings up a really good point of you become the representation of the five people you spend the most time with. So your circle is a big part of this. Something that a lot of people run into is when they start to try to improve on themselves or go for a goal, as they share that with the people around them, a lot of people run into the issue that the people closest to them are going to start to bring them down. They're going to question their motives. They're going to question their goals. Uh, And it's not anything against you and the things you're trying to do. But for a lot of people, they're stuck in this rut where they don't have the self-awareness, the self-confidence, that self-belief themselves. So the last thing they want to do is empower you to get there, to have you separate yourself from them. Uh, Misery loves company is a great explanation for that. So to start to take inventory of the people you spend time with, 
is huge. Like you have to start to establish other like-minded individuals and create that support system. So they empower you to continue on through the tough times, the struggles, but then also remind you of how awesome you are, of why you should believe in yourself or your goal and to keep you pushing forward. Yeah, absolutely. The concept of pushing forward is when you create the habits, every single time you do that habit, it is going to mentally push you forward and you need to take those wins and you really need to focus on those. Because if you can focus on those wins, one little win at a time, and then a year down the, down the road, you'll see how far you came. When it comes to what you're good at and what you're not good at, that's something you need to really understand. Because if you try to go all in on things that you're not good at, like if somebody tells you to go to college and you're not the college type. Now I know that sounds kind of crappy, but some people, they're just not gonna be that good at college. Now the people that aren't good at college are gonna be good at working with their hands. You have to know which end of the spectrum you're on. Once you know which end of the spectrum you're on, you can go all in on your strengths, then you can be massively successful. Because once you're real with yourself, you can understand that there's people out there that are good at something, and there's people out there that are bad at something. But would you ever judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree? That seems silly to me. Also on focusing on things you're good at, it makes it easier to start to build that confidence and that belief system in yourself. If you go out and find all these negative things about you and do nothing but focus on improving on those, you're really looking at a tough road ahead because all you're gonna do is run into trials and struggles and it's gonna make it really hard to increase your confidence because it's gonna take time, practice, and grinding it out to be better at these things that a lot of people tend to fall off the wagon because they're constantly looking at the negative versus focusing on that positive and building off of that. So Aaron, has there ever been a time where you felt like you just don't have the ability or you don't have the skill to do something that you want to do? No doubt. For me, I think the, the easiest representation of that is running. Running is a very simple activity. Literally one foot in front of the other and just keep moving. And for me, it's always been a struggle. Uh, my physical shape doesn't really lend to an optimal long-term distance running setup, I guess. Uh, that's when I start to get into like these endurance-based activities like running, I can tend to tap out of energy very, very quickly and it becomes this massive mental battle. And for me, every time I've gotten into it, when I've put all this focus on it, it's really, really easy for me to fall short and quit because it's really, really hard for me to get good at that. Now that's no excuse to quit, but when I start to couple these things along with things I've always been good at, which is another physical example like lifting heavy things, my confidence growing from that avenue makes me more aware and reminds me that mentally I can push through anything. If I want something bad enough, I can I can accomplish that, I can keep moving forward. So you have two polar opposite ends of something being easy and something being hard. But when I stack those things together, my confidence increases because as I excel with one, the lifting heavy weights, 
I take that confidence into my running and then because of my consistency, I've built with my confidence from lifting weights, I continue to push forward with the, my running and then eventually my running starts to increase and now I'm building confidence in both avenues and become unstoppable. I'm so glad you mentioned running because that's actually one thing that I'm training for right now. I'm training for a half marathon and I have about six months to train for it. And I noticed when I first started, it was very daunting. I would get on the treadmill and I would feel, after only a few minutes, I would feel exhausted. And mentally, it would bring me to a level of wanting to get off the treadmill. But instead, what I do is I tell myself, I'm just gonna go a little bit further. And every time I feel like I'm hitting that wall again, I tell myself, go a little bit further. And then before you know it, I get this momentum where I can keep going and keep going, not realizing how tired I am because the mind is what controls the body. The body does not control the mind. If you can take that little second, that little moment, and convince yourself that you're not as tired as you are and you're not as, as spent as you are, you can actually do amazing things when it comes to using your body for physical activity like that. There was a lot of times where I would stop and then I would regret it because once you get momentum, you can actually run downhill, but if you don't have the momentum, it always feels like you're running uphill. Yeah, exactly. So the book, The Slight Edge, uh, written by Jeff Olson, um, talks about those little habits and getting yourself one tiny step at a time as you're going, not looking at the, the distance picture, only looking at the picture that's right in front of you to get yourself closer and closer and closer to your goal. I've actually used this theory with my son while we went to the Greenway and we went running. Um, he told me that he could not run a mile. So what I told him was, don't run a mile, run to that tree. And he ran to that tree. And then while running to that tree, I said, I bet you can make it to that bench. So he ran to that bench and then so on and so on. We ran two and a half miles together. And then I told him that we ran two and a half miles and he did not believe me. So it's, it's a the self-belief and the habits that were in place were both working at the same time. I think that's a beautiful example of bringing these two concepts together that his initial belief although small, when used and multiplied on, led from running from here to a tree, to two and a half miles, I two think is what you miles, said. Yep. Which that's pretty pretty prevalent, especially when you go into it with the mindset you can't even run a mile. Um, but it really just kind of gives what we're talking about, some validity and a foundation that even if you start off just running to that tree or start off with those small goals, continue pursuing those small goals because they'll accumulate. And the next thing you know, you'll be running two and a half miles, not from a physical running standpoint, but now you're able to pursue for longer, more consistent durations and whatever goal you want to obtain. And those are huge differences over the course of time. Uh, what's, I guess at this point, let's, Kind of turn it back to you guys. What are things that you struggle with? What are things you excel with? What are ways that you feel like you can take either of those and build off of consistently 
pursuing them? What are ways that we can help you, I guess, commit and surrender to the process and improve ourselves as a support system for you to keep you going? How can we give you those small milestones, those trees per se, to keep you pushing forward and get you not only to your mile goal, but far past that? So actionable steps, because this is all about creating those actionable steps. Now, I really want to hear what you guys have to say about what you think, but here's what I think. I think that everyone, including myself, needs to look inside and really ask yourself, do I believe in myself? And everyone's going to say yes on the outside. But let's get real. Who wants to work a full-time job for someone else? Probably only a few people. Most people want to do something on their own. They want to do something great. Or they don't want to work at all. They want to be so successful that they can hang out on a beach. And that's cool too. So getting around the right people. I feel that's kind of square one. Because if you're not around the right people and you're around negative people, what happens is you start adopting their mentality. Whether you like it or not, whenever you hang around with people, you're always going to end up leveling out to who they are. Now, you're not going to go all the way to where they are. Now, they might come to you a little bit. But the problem is you are the sum total of your five closest friends. Who are you hanging around with? Audit that situation. Now, I'm not saying if you hang around with family all the time, you have to kick them to the curb. No, but you have to understand. You have to limit the time. You need to get around someone that is going to lift you up. You need to get around someone that is where you want to be. If you can get around someone that is where you want to be, they will automatically want to show you how to get there because they're going to be fired up about where you are at this moment because they see in you what they used to be. You never want to be the smartest person in the room and you always want to be looking for mentors and that's in all aspects of life. Whether it's financially, um, career-based goals, uh, physically, like exercise, things of that nature. Uh, the more you can get around people who like Ryan said are where you want to be what you'll realize and very quickly is you will start to develop their habits, mimic those and become them eventually. And you constantly have to be searching for people who are, and I don't want to make this sound bad. I probably shouldn't even say it, but not that are better than you, but that have gone through the things that you're going to need to go through to get to that level. Absolutely. And just to add to that mentors, even the greatest coaches in the world have coaches. Tony Robbins was mentored by Jim Rohn. Now, those of you who don't know who Jim Rohn or Tony Robbins are, you really need to look them up. You type their name into Google or to YouTube, you'll find them. And there are so many others. Reach out to us. Ask us who we listen to. Ask us. I have who are mentors? We have numerous ones. Some are big names, like he mentioned, Tony Robbins, Jim Rome, Les Brown, Wayne Dyer. And then there are also people that we see every day, uh, local people in our lives, that if I was to even state their name, you would have no idea who they are. But they are clearly leaders in their fields and 
help to keep me consistent in my everyday life to follow through on successful habits. And that's the one thing that you can do this week to change your course for a lifetime. Getting around the right people, so crucial. That's how I started my journey over 10 years ago. It is so powerful, you will see a difference almost immediately being around these people because they're gonna wanna see you succeed and you're gonna feel it. You won't just see that they wanna see you succeed, you'll feel it. People that are successful, people that care, it radiates off of them. As we're here talking to you now, this is so difficult for us because we're just starting out. We don't have a lot of the a lot of the experience, a lot of the technical stuff. I mean, right now, we're talking at a laptop. We are just starting out, but we have a lot of knowledge for you. Our, our studio is a fort made of four chairs and some blankets. It's it's actually kind of rad. I like it a lot. It, it's the kind of beginning where you look back on and say, look at the things that we did to get to where we want to go. This is one of our habits. Our habits are going to take us to where we need to be. And I would love it if you guys came along with us. Learn the habits with us. We can teach you some, and hopefully you can teach us some, because I know there's people out there that are going to listen, and they're going to say, oh, I wish I could say, or I wish I could be a part of. Call to action, guys. We're, we're calling you on board. Jump in our boat. This isn't just about our truth. It's about your truth. This is a platform that if you have those things that you want to say, that you want to get across, let us know. All we want you to do is speak your truth. Thanks for joining us. If this message has moved you in any way, all we ask is you take three steps. One, take action. Two, tell a friend. And always speak your truth. truth.